0: It's Dan and Christy. What's trending? Are you ready for it? Not too far away from Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. So, I joined a Facebook group, by the way, right? Mm. It's called Melbourne T Swift Eras Tour 2024. Jesus. And I'm going, I hate being in this Facebook group. Yeah,
1: why would you join it in the first place? Because it's got like,
0: it's got inside (laughs) information. Uh Oh, and I kid you not, I saw someone posting this group the other day about should I wear a diaper? Would you wear an adult diaper? Like, I actually had to witness this ridiculous chat live. Well, I did I w- join the group
1: very late, and I am incontinent, so just letting the world know. Should
0: have known it was you. But anyway, we found out yesterday. Well, I found out yesterday. I'm pretty sure that's when the information was released. I wasn't well, but um, yesterday, just, you know, what you can take to the concert in terms of handbags and stuff. Because oh. everyone's like, we need to know what the rules and regulations are to get yeah. into the MCG for entry and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the bag that you take, right? I can't be bigger than an A4 size bag, which is a problem for me. I'm like, oh, great. Now what am I gonna take? I can only take a bottle of water in that six hundred mils. That's the mm. max that you can take. And so <laughs> but it's gonna be really hot, I've just realized as well. I'm Gates not. will you can get there from four thirty I think the concert starts at like six thirty or something around so that. You can get there this really group early? knows all the details. You've well, got what's a the chair, point? right? Everyone has allocated seating, so there is mm. no point getting there earlier. And this Yet. group, it keeps saying like, don't get there um, beforehand because there is literally no point. But you can get there from four thirty. I don't know. I'll get there about
1: six. What a crappy group! This <laughs> sounds awful. <laughs> like I could England. not bother with that crap. This like, imagine ha- getting a notification from someone saying, "Hey, get there early, two hours early." It doesn't like, mm. end.
0: That's the thing. My Facebook no. group is going off all the time and it's got it talks about the um the bracelets the charm bracelets and stuff like oh, that yeah. you can get you can swap them yeah we, mm. which is a big deal but you know what the good thing is um, parents are talking about having these bracelets with their children and having seat allocation numbers on these charm bracelets, just in case uh, you you get lost you get from lost. your child. So yeah. that does kind of make sense. You might need one of those because
1: you <laughs> might be separated from your family at the time. But there's a long list of items that are banned. Um, yeah, so the Ears tour is going to be absolutely crazy. So if those uh, you know, there's no D rings, whatever D rings are. Oh yeah,
0: I forgot to mention <laughs> that. Man, As if you I, don't know what a D-ring I'd is. Could be
1: wearing it at a Taylor Swift <laughs> concert, absolutely for sure. Uh, but from one thing to another, uh, speaking of an amazing, super famous person, Courtney Kardashian's been in Australia for only a day, and she's already had the ultimate down-under experience. She was face-to-face with a giant spider. So her oh. and a rock star hubby, Travis Barker, they're on the Blink-182 uh, tour. They landed in Sydney, and a giant huntsman spider was lurking at the top of a door frame. Oh my god! So she has taken a picture and she goes mm, no thanks my biggest fear is spiders i'm handling this very well it's actually massive it's like a what uh, about it's the about size the spider? of a head <laughs> what about the spider oh that's your husband big daddy long legs Yesterday we caught up with Jess Malboy, and unfortunately you weren't here. You were sick, Christy Hayes. I
0: know. It's a I, shame. Just again, just Christy's fine. You know, mm. just, but um, yeah, oh, I just, look. Just I'm saying
1: I'm... your last name every time because I mean, Carrie and Tommy in the afternoon. You say Carrie, but well, Tommy Little, right? Yeah,
0: but the I'm show's sta- just start start called to
1: really brand new You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm your biggest cheerleader here.
0: That's very sweet, thanks. <laughs> but I love Jess Malboy, and I was bummed to miss this chat. Mm. I wasn't sure if it was still going to go ahead because we weren't both here. I'm really glad that it did. I know producer Matty, um. We just chatted plowed through because. Yeah, we're totally. such Big fans,
1: aren't we, Matty? We just Jess. massive fans yeah. of Jess. I was yeah. like, I think, oh, should
2: I cancel? And no. I was like, oh, do I get to chat with Jessica Malboy myself? No, yeah, <laughs> so I
0: love stay.
1: that. No, never selfish. cancel because
0: you know then you postpone things and you don't know if you'll get the person back. Like. No,
1: exactly. But, uh, and she's doing a national tour. She's got a new album out, so let's go back in time, shall we, to yesterday with Jess Malboy. Jess Malboy, we love this singer-songwriter ever since she was an Australian. i have a listen to this tune. The entirely yes. Uh, yes. gorgeous person joins us right now. She is a beautiful human, Jess. Yes, Malboy, the fifth studio album, and yours forever, out. How are you going?
3: Yo, I'm so thrilled. I'm so excited that the album is out and, you know, people are going to be listening to all the stories, my madness, my manic, beautiful, but collateral, beautiful love and madness of my life. It is wonderful. It is nice to just break the storm a little bit and, and, and see how people take it.
1: Yeah, you must get butterflies in your stomach and this giddy feeling when a new album comes out because you do put your heart and soul into everything you do. And you've teamed up with Jason Derulo too. Yeah. You've teamed up also with Nick Littlemore from Now, which is really cool. Tell us about the sessions.
3: Oh, oh, there was many sessions that I loved. I loved working with Nick. I think he is just magical to work with. He works in such a mysterious way where, you know, he liked to meditate music mm. into the actual session. So we spent pretty much almost three weeks every day before we actually started writing was uh, we jammed and we would go through these 30 minutes plus jamming on as musicians as incredibly as they are and i would just sing and i would sing and we pretty much possibly made like two albums out of that
2: i can't wait for the (laughs) Um, just album of b-sides then
3: Yeah, yeah, plenty, plenty. There's A and B sides. But yeah, I mean, working with Jason was amazing. Maisha's also on a record, um, with a song written by Wilson. who's oh, she's crazy cool. Some yeah. pretty
2: top chicks there. Have you got a couple of, uh, gal collaborations on the album?
3: Oh, look, there was a lot of writing with, with females, um, female artists. Um, Shun Goodso, LA based. She's full of energy, full of mystique, but also full of things to say. And it was just wonderful to have that. Psychic chick there, and um, and and just you know, just to talk, we had, there was a lot of conversations in the process of, of writing this record, and also uh, Meg Mac. Oh my God, oh. Meg is a beast. I love her. I think we have so much in common. Um, that we learnt. Obviously, Whitney was one of the songs that we tracked, and I had such a ball making this record, and I just I cannot wait.
1: Well, your pop um, icon, beautiful medleys, and your voice, you're your incredible talent, and you always have been, Jess. And I love your theme. <laughs> too, because Give Me Love was a big hit for me and Matt. When we heard that song, it, it actually emotionally made us mm. teary as grown men. Uh, you made grown men cry. It's <laughs> beautiful.
3: Thank you. And, I, and you know, I can't wait to take it out onto the road. I think, you know, being out on tour is going to be the most amazing thing for this record. And, um, you know, like you said, there's going to be so many different um, people that, when they hear these songs, that are, that are going to really fall into their own world. And, you know, whether they get some clarity or just to be able to sit with their feelings. That's what I I like to do and how i like to write is allow people to really dig deep and into who they are
2: it's perfect it's really you've got to find yeah your voice isn't it it's not uh, no point singing like someone else
3: <laughs> yeah 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 no it's, it's totally not about that singing like yourself is your voice and your story and so you know i i really write that way and i think you'd be able to hear it throughout every single song is my own voice but I think the whole transition is for others to be able to hear their own.
1: This is the most exciting thing I've ever heard too. Jess Malbow, you're going to be touring with award-winning global pop icon Christina Aguilera.
3: Oh, um, (laughs) I don't know about that, but (laughs) honestly, like, that would be cool. I mean, if you... I mean, I'm all about...
2: <laughs> we're just going to make it happen, hey. We're going to make it happen.
1: So this hasn't been confirmed? <laughs>
3: Cause it's- no, it hasn't. Because <laughs> it does say
1: on the press time. release. <laughs> well, news <laughs> to you, Jess. Congratulations. Yes, I will
3: definitely be touring. <laughs> or maybe not well, She'll
1: just be
2: playing a tape in the background right. while she gets ready.
1: <laughs> and Beyonce, while we're at it, mm. and uh, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> What would be the dream tour for you?
3: Oh, my goodness. I mean, I can't top Beyonce. Beyonce was amazing to Mm. be able to, um, you know, and I feel like, I learned a lot of, you know, the basics of touring from being on her tour. Yes, I think, you know, I've really considered to, you know, tap into that with my own tour with yours forever. And, you know, I, I guess that's the greatest gift, you know, when you're able to see um, and be a part of someone else's world and how it all works. It's really about building and, um, you know, taking that technique or taking that advice and, and applying it to your own way of, Ethic.
2: I'm very excited to see you've got a new Stan original movie coming out, Windcatcher, Catcher, oh, woo! starring yeah. uh, one of Dan's favourites, Pierre Miranda. Oh, yes. Tell us about the movie. What's, uh, what can we expect from it?
3: I think it's going to be such a beautiful family bonding film. You know, it really tracks a, a young boy who comes up against adversity, identity, uh, but also the things and responsibilities that he has to take on um, and being, so, you know, so young. And, hmm. uh, so I guess connecting with family and, you know, um, that weight of, you know, I play I play a character. Um, I play his
2: auntie. Oh, you, you're up at auntie. auntie status already now, yeah. hey? You're no, a cool I, auntie. i,
3: I <laughs> <for> the world. <laughs> um, no, I, I was doing this role um, by the director, who's so wonderful to work with, Panic, um Maloney, and um, written by Boyd Kossowood. And... It's just a wonderful story about family and, and struggle and, you know, through the eyes of this little boy having to see, you know, he his, you know, auntie or his grandfather, you know, struggle with their life and, and who they are. And so he's kind of, but he really is the key. He's the answer to, you know, patience, to love. And You know, to um, uniting and everything's gonna be all right. We're gonna figure things out, and and I guess that's you know that's why I love doing what I do and continuing to you know be creative. You know, making records, making new music, being on tour. Um, It just really it really does affect.
1: It certainly does, Jess. And we're such big fans of yours. And it wouldn't be a commercial radio segment if we didn't have something very stupid to do with you. (laughs) And I know you're a good sport, Jess. I've got a game that I want to play.
3: (laughs) Stupid. What
1: do you mean? No, this is really dumb because yes. as soon as you hear it, you will go, "Oh no!" Uh, Jess Malboy, I want to play a game called Jess Cowboy. Yeah, So I'm
3: gonna. Yeah, I like this. It has a really good ring to it. <laughs> the it next rhymes.
1: album, for sure. So what I'm going to do is play three songs, and you have to tell us what country artist sang them. Do you reckon you'd be good at this, Jess?
3: Oh, a country artist. Okay, I'm going to I'm going
2: to play this
1: game.
3: <laughs> yes,
2: you certainly are going to go and you're have a certainly go, crack going at it. to give it a crack.
1: <laughs> Jess Cowboy. No, here's like... the first one. So name the artist.
3: <laughs> Dummy, yes. Oh. I will always love
1: you. <laughs> yes,
2: bot bloody on.
3: Bang,
1: bang, straight on the money. That's what you got to do. That's classic yeah. Jess Cowboy for you. <laughs> yeah. There's God. a snake in her Yeehaw. boot. <laughs> What about this uh, one, Jess?
3: You got to know when the hole Oh my God
2: come on you, you sang this around the bushfire at the, uh, the campfire right?
3: Know when the run Yes. You better count your money <sighs> When you're sitting at the table they'll be time up the in. When the deal is done, oh. Kenny Rogers. Yes. Mate, it'll be
2: still my beating heart. Oh, that yeah. Was
1: beautiful. You set my world on fire right there, actually. I became him for a second. <laughs> oh, the
3: gambler, sorry. The gambler.
1: It King is the Kenny gambler. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. And for three from three, Jess, you are better than this than I expected. Can you name it this us? Nice
3: oh.
2: <laughs> we, did, we didn't make it too hard. There was no Charlie Pride in there. You did it right. <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> I loved it. Oh, my gosh. I've nah. seen that
2: all day long. Oh, yeah. That impresses
1: us very much, much, Jess. <laughs> and this album does, too. And the flashback song is so good. It's playing on the radio right now. And uh, the official video is out, and the album is out, Yours Forever. And thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us today.
0: Good luck with the tour, Yours Forever thank National Tour. You.
3: Woo, thank you so much. Thank you for having me on this show.
0: Big. What did you walk in on? Mm -hmm. Because yesterday, Dan, I was sick.
1: That's right. Uh, uh,
0: and I you. was, uh, there was. I was mm. sick. It was horrible. Like, it was, I had to stay home. I would have been useless on the show. I mean, maybe I always am anyway, but whatever. <laughs> I made no, the decision. <laughs> um, but there is a
1: bucket in the studio. Yeah. Uh, our kind producer, Matt, has brought in a bucket in case you are sick again. I'm sorry
0: about that. Lucky you. I love Matt. He just walks in with a bucket, right? <laughs> but that's what he did. And yesterday, so I'm sick and I needed to have a day in bed and mm. rest and recover. That's it. You know, no children. They're at school. So hubby's at work. You know, I've got space to, to be sick at home. Exactly. But the problem is, right, my parents have been staying with us and uh, in staying inside our house. and Deb actually has a caravan in our backyard, but my stepfather has been down from Queensland, and that was their last day together, and they spend time together in our spare room. And so yesterday <coughs> they were under the impression that I was at work. My stepfather goes home today to Queensland, so it was essentially their last day together. In my house, when they oh. thought they were going to be see, do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I it do. was the worst <laughs> moment of my life. And I've given birth twice, right? So you
1: whoa. This is they what happened. Us. So right. so
0: I'm sick in bed and um and I but you know, you've got to get up. You, you need water, you need mm. juice. So I go, okay, just you know, just get up, take some Panadol anyway. Mm. And I can hear this noise in the spare oh. room, and I'm thinking, oh, Because I knew they were both there. I'm like, oh, they're just probably, you know, doing some stationery or, I don't know, having a meeting or whatever. I'm like, nah, they're just whatever. And then anyway, I'm in the kitchen and then mum opens the spare room door. My 65-year-old mother walks out and she's like, oh, you're here. We thought you were at work. I'm like, yeah, well, I just don't feel well, mum. And she's like, oh, uh, we were trying to have hot eggs. (laughs) I'm like, really? Well, thanks for telling me that because I'm never going to have it again now after picturing this. I feel (laughs) so...
1: So you didn't walk in on it. Oh, I thought you were going to walk in on it. Oh. Imagine if
0: I did do that. I walked in on the vibe.
1: We're just having a cuddle, Dale. Don't oh. you worry about this. But you
0: know what? But the you problem can hear is, it. I They're have oh, walked worse. in on them. I've walked in on them when I was a little girl. Just <laughs> just put a lock on the door. I mean, did you ever walk in on your parents? Or have you busted anyone?
1: Um, No. Thank I don't God. think I have. Thank God for that. But I have busted people. Yeah, accidentally walked in a few times. You? Uh I walked in on my housemate once. So I thought he was home alone. I was going to get him some breakfast. He Oh, need, he was he having needed, breakfast. Oh, well, yeah, he was having breakfast. He was tucking in, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was very, very funny because it was thoughtful because I'm, like, coming to getting breakfast. I'm like, oh, no, that's all right. You need to refuel. Um, all right, I'll get rid of these cocoa Pops. Get um, rid of the
0: bacon and egg but, roll.
1: Yeah, just walked in. I'm like, oh, hey, guys. Uh, um, oh. Yeah, you just walk out straight away. It's so but awkward. People walked in on me, too. Like, uh, that has happened.
0: Oh, so what uh, has happened? You have acts, You have mm, had the act. What yeah, happened with
1: you? I, I needed breakfast <laughs> at the time. <laughs> (laughs) No, this is uh, it happens. Housemates all the time because people come to check on you. They want to see if you come to play Nintendo sixty four and Mario Kart, and you just walk in and you're doing your thing. Oh yeah. Oh no. Okay,
0: Fabio. Mm.
1: No, not Fabio. He's the most beautiful man in the cosmos. (laughs) What what uh, (laughs) what they saw was something winking at them at the
0: time. (laughs) What is that? It's Uh, seriously. It is such an uncomfortable experience mm. when you walk in on someone, and it doesn't even have to be about sexy time. No. Like I've walked. In on an old bus, uh, an old boss of mine, um, and he was clearly firing someone. And I, <laughs> <laughs> that's seriously, what happened? Yeah. Um, I walked in, and that was clearly because the person opposite him, I realised, was crying, and I just done a quick. Hi, how Hi. you Sorry, sorry. I mean I don't know what's worse. Walking on someone getting fired or walking on your parents banging. It's
1: very similar.
0: (laughs) Both (laughs) involves a lot of tears.
1: Back to school for a lot of kids. Back to school to prove to Dada I am no fool. Um, the kids are back. So uh, Maddie who's five is going into prep this year. Yay, gorgeous. Isabel who is eight, she's going into year three. It goes fast. I know Mm. we say that a lot as parents, but it really has flown by, hasn't it? Even even that, like, you know, summer school holidays, it feels like months but it's only like one. Uh, it does drag on for six weeks, but it does feel like three months. <laughs> uh, but finally, uh, back at school for, like it's been stunted all over Australia. Like mm. the kids are going back on different days. Harley went back on Monday. Yeah, How's my he going? Son, yeah. Did he enjoy it?
0: Well, he didn't go back on Monday. He was meant to go back oh, on Monday. Right. And then he the car go. broke down. He mm. got dressed and he got ready to get back to school for year three, like your daughter Isabel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was so devastated that I wasn't there. Like, mm. and I, I mean, any parent out there knows what we're talking about because Dan and I, it's the one part of our do- our job doing breakfast radio. Like you're just never at home with the kids, getting them ready for school, and so like you feel torn. You're like, oh, I feel so guilty that I'm not there, but I love my work. Blah blah blah. I mean, the payoff with that is that you and I can go to things like assemblies and and things mm. throughout the day that a True. lot of parents don't have and always are at school pick up. But um, it is a it's a huge thing the back to school days. It really is. And I mm. asked hubby Justin to get a photo so that I could keep the photo of this is Year Three because I forgot to do it with Year Two. But anyway, oh, did you? It, it does mm. go so so quickly and to any parent out there i just want to say as well getting the kids back to school on time it's a it's a lot of work it's mm-hmm. draining like let's not Throw under the rug or sweep whatever the expression is sweep under the rug, how much time and effort and mm. mental energy it takes, and also the kids as well it can be stressful, it's a, it's a lovely thing to be able to have that family time, but got to go quickly, doesn't it?'t doesn't it? it?:
1: Yeah well, uh, yesterday they got the sads the kids because they didn't want to go back to school.' Yeah. And I'm like yeah well we're going to give you your favorite lunch boxes and they get to choose the colors of their books and stuff like that. you've got to label a, a bunch of stuff, and um, yeah, they personalize their belongings they starting the school year, but both the kids got a little bit emotional, they're like, "I don't want to go anymore." Mm. I'm like, well, you're going to have a new year. Your friends are going to be there. You're going to have a great time. Mm. And you have to make it fun for them, Mm. in a way. But they had more fun being at home, Mm. you know, playing Switch with the dad. (laughs) So... (laughs) Playing Mario Kart and dominating me, dominating them—that yeah, is, right. uh, just hitting them with blue shells every now and again. But I hope hope they go right. But I am going to miss it. But I'll, I'm not like you; I don't get sentimental about it. I'm just like, yeah, they're going to school first mm. day back. I remember Mum getting upset like uh, when she dropped me off to school. She goes, "Oh my God, you're going to school!" And I'm like, didn't didn't even bother me at all in the slightest. You you do remember your first day? Do you remember your first day of school?
0: I um well, it was a long time ago now. I remember 1946. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Beautiful summer. You know yeah, on?
0: I remember maybe not my own days, but I do remember my kids' first days. Mm. Mostly because I took my son to school on the wrong day for his first day of school. But he it, loved. It. it probably is good that I'm not there because I would be like your mum, Dan. Mm. I'd be like, you know, your beautiful mum, Colleen. I'd be emotional. Mm. Like Harley's already embarrassed by me and thinks I'm cringe and stuff like. And that's bad <clears> enough <throat> when I pick him up from school. So I think doing school drop-off, where I would be that teary mom, and I mean, I sit there at assembly sometimes and I just stare at the kids mm. doing their songs in choir and I cry. <laughs> Like, it's really like weird. I from the pain. <laughs> I like,
3: from the listener
0: rap.
1: We're talking digital detoxes. Did you quit social media? Just like Pink did.
0: It's a whole thing. Uh, she's walking away from X, mm. formerly known as Twitter. She just, you know, wants to not prioritise it anymore. Good on her. And my theory is it's just too much access for people to you, Dan. You know, mm. like we, anyone can message you now if you have social media. Anyone. And like yeah. I just mentioned this before, a guy who messaged me on Instagram and he says, please get rid of the fake laugh recording or use it a little, a little less. fake laugh
1: recording. Yeah.
0: And like the thing is, mm. if I didn't have Instagram, he couldn't have done that. I was fine with it, mm. but imagine if I wasn't. Like, I mean, let's speak Really, and I've said this before on air, Mm -hmm. I don't mean to get too heavy, but like... I just recently lost a baby. Like, I've mm. gone through a hellish time in my private life. Mm. Like, coming to work and laughing with you has been one of the things that's gotten me through it. So you just think to yourself, you never know what people are going through. You know? Oh,
1: exactly. And I'd like to personally apologise for being so hilarious from 6 to 9 weekday. <laughs> Stop making oh, there's me the canned laugh. laughter again. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but doing the digital detox, it, it may it may be for you, it may not be. So uh, we do have Zach from Carrara, Mate, are you on digital uh, social media or anything like that?
4: Uh, Yeah, mate, I sure am.
0: Mm. Okay, so what are you using, Zach? Uh,
4: So my main platform is actually TikTok. I've got about 52.2K followers on that. Oh, Well, plaque yourself.
0: What's what's your handle? (laughs) Is that what it's called?
4: Uh, So I do a lot of uh, mental health videos on that, but um, I also do a lot of farming as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, brilliant! Can and, you? And do you find it's good for your mental health? Because there is there is a positive way uh, to you know get get your relationships, your overall well being by being on social media. Do you get something out of it?
4: Uh, yeah. Well, I um it's, well the satisfaction of helping others is mm. the best thing you can do. There's um uh, brand deals that I've got mm. as well that bring in a little bit of a revenue for the household, but. Mm. At the end of the day, for your mental health, it's actually better to not have it.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely.
4: Um, I quit that many times. It's just, I find I focus on my own life a lot, a lot better. And
0: yeah. that would be hard as well, as that, because you'd probably be torn, I'm imagining, because you can make a bit of money for the family and also everything that you're doing, but it's also playing you know, a detriment to your own mental health.
4: Yeah, 100%. And there's a lot of people that just want to reach out to myself um, have a chat and you get all these messages and it's hard to get around to it when um, you've got the, I've got a
1: family of my own Yeah that's it, well it can have a negative impact on your mental health but I'm glad you got through it mate and you're back on uh, I'm going to have to download TikTok though that means <laughs> uh, so,
3: <laughs>
1: which is going to make things worse but uh, there can be a balance, thank you so much for the call mate and Sean from Maroot, no, uh did you quit social media? Yeah mate, quit it about six years ago. Yeah.
0: Oh good on you Sean You lost better for it?
4: Oh, a lot better. You look up and see the world for what it is rather than, you know, the uh, nonsense that you see Mm. scrolling through mindlessly.
0: (laughs) So is that what you had, Sean, like Facebook or Instagram and stuff like that?
4: Yeah, I had uh, Facebook and Instagram. never got into Twitter. Mm -hmm. I never seen the point of just writing, you know, two or three lines on the internet
1: for people to argue over for the next six months. There is that. Like, no matter what your opinion is, someone's got the differing opinion, Mm. and then you start to banter, and then you feel worse uh, for where, and you've only got 140 characters or less to do so.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Exactly. It's not enough. No, no, exactly. (laughs) And and you're not going to change someone's opinion anyway. So uh, what's the point? Mm, Mm.
0: mm. And so, Sean, like now, what do you do? I guess you must really enjoy getting your time back.
4: Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, you sit around on job sites and, We used to do the quiz out of the newspaper, everyone used to talk, there was no phones out and um, now everyone just sits there and stares down into their phone and Mm. quiet and it's depressing really.
0: And I think you make a good point, it's better for morale, hey, if we put the phones down and just have a chat and yeah, pull out the newspaper and do a quiz together but have a laugh together and be mates.
4: Exactly, exactly and like I said, there's too much access to that information Too quick, not enough thinking about it. Everyone just gets so worked up so quickly.
1: And I overthink the fact I only get one like on most of my (laughs) my
4: posts. (laughs) (laughs) Liking it yourself
0: doesn't count.
1: Gen Zs think that wallets are choogy these days. They
0: do. Can Mm. you believe it? So there's this new thing of Gen Z, they're making fun of millennials. Who still use wallets? Because I suppose it's a fashion thing they just don't get because they haven't really needed it because they have everything digitally on their phone. And Mm -hmm. they're like, why would you have a wallet? I mean, I don't know if that's how about talks. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) how they say it
1: because this is a lady talking about it and it's gone viral. Her name is Liz June. She's uh, a mum in her 30s on TikTok. This is what she had to say. Millennials,
0: apparently there's a new way that we can age ourselves and it's by having a wallet. Apparently Gen Z uses their phone as their wallet. So they have all their pay in their wallet. They have their ID in their wallet wallet how do you have your id in your wallet is this a thing did i miss the memo Mm. you know what because only a few states would have digital licenses and i guess maybe it's the equivalent of when your parents had an address book Mm -hmm. and we'd be thinking guys you don't need that now you can just save contacts in your phone what are gen z's going to do like if your phone dies then you don't have access to your money then you don't have your license Mm -hmm. then you don't have this then you don't have that like, I, I'm not that old, right? I pride myself on hmm. being
1: pretty cool. Like, Do you have all your cards in your phone?
0: Yeah. To- oh, oh, not in my phone. They're all in my wallet, but some yeah, are in are my phone. <laughs> like, I think I'd... this
1: is a generation gap. Totally. Yeah, because my... the Gen Zs don't.
0: No, they they don't mm. have a wallet at all. Like, mm-hmm. I get the days along gone where we even have photos kept in our wallet of, like, our family members. You know those days where oh, there was yeah. always that little clear... Cut out so you could put like kids' photos or parents' photos. Do you have that in yours? I've got, I've
1: got my uh, kids and my keys, which is great. There's a little photo. Oh,
0: that's cute! Isn't wow, that nice? yeah, that is super. If they go super missing. not Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is not. Well, it's quite chuggy, so uh, it's a bit ick. A bit no cap, as they say. So, bussin' it. I don't know what I'm saying, but grow up fam.
0: What the hell does mm. that mean? See, I don't know. I'm finding it hard to, uh, well, not hard, but they but they mm. are evolving quickly. And I suppose yeah. producer Matt even made a good point. They haven't experienced it. So if this is they what know. they know, then why in God's name would they use a <laughs> they wallet? They have right?
2: the shame of standing at the checkout trying to pay for something when your bloody phone pay pass thing isn't working mm. and having people lined up staring. So I, that's why I keep my wallets back up. Yeah. So you can pay for it easy. You what if to- you
0: run out of credit? Does that oh. mean your apps don't work? Because oh, well, this I'm a happens grown adult. to me. You yeah. don't have to charge this phone. Oh credit. right. Oh really? Well, if you go my way and stop paying a plan, you mm. only pay thirty bucks a month. You're like, this is great. Save money. Yeah,
1: but we're not in year nine. Um, That's the difference between us. Uh, But, yeah, they do have your driver's license, your medical cards. Uh, Tickets are on your phone now. But if your phone does die, which mine does all the time, you're stuck.
0: So you've got your wallet. Mm. So how long have you had the wallet for that's Uh, in your pocket? This
1: this one's a decade old. But I've had an older one uh, which was falling apart. It's only got my ID, my credit card, my library card in there. That's all I need. (laughs) Uh, a little bit of cash occasionally. Like, uh, I know a lot of people do like to be cashed up, don't they? Because if digital fails, which it does all the time with that Optus out, uh, like, remember, everything just went out yeah. for that day. So if you didn't have a wallet, you wouldn't have uh, been able to purchase anything.
0: Gen Z wouldn't even know what cash is, mm, would they?
1: No. We live in a cashless society. So uh, apparently we're the joke uh, millennials on social media amongst all the uh, Gen Zs. They're like, stuff it in your skinny jeans, millennial. Ooh, is it origami? in there. It's giving vibes of chuginess. We do sound talk. so chewy and lame,
0: don't we, <laughs> to all the so gens that right now? We do love you guys.
1: Mm. I'm asking who's got an older wallet than me, because mine's a decade old, mm. and uh, Johnny from Howrah. Johnny, uh, how old your wallet?
4: I did a quick calculation while I was on the phone and, Matt there, and I reckon mine's close to 30 years old. Oh, jeez. No way, John. You got some
1: butterscotch candies in there?
3: No, it's just a nice leather
4: wallet from when I was a member of the Rural Fire Service in New South Wales. Aww, oh, nice.
0: that's nice. So it's nice and sentimental, but mm. thirty years old. Like, and, and do you use it every single day? I'm mean, going to assume just, yes.
1: Yeah, I still use it every day. Yeah, okay. It's not one of those Billabong wallets that has a Velcro on it, <laughs> is it?
0: No, no, but I was looking for one of those recently and I couldn't <laughs> find one anywhere.
1: They exist in 1992.
4: <laughs> oh bugger.
0: <laughs> That was the Dan and Christy podcast.
3: Dan and Christy.
0: New McCrispy Bacon Deluxe, now at Macca's.